0: Welcome to episode 10 of the Magical Disneyland Paris podcast, all things magical and Disneyland Paris. I'm Andrew Williamson and I am joined by Simon West. Hello. Each Magical Disneyland Paris podcast will have a different focus, be it an attraction, restaurant or special element of the Disneyland Paris world. This episode, we're changing it up completely and we're going to be discussing round one of the Disneyland Paris attraction polls that we have been running on Twitter since October 2015. We are here again, Simon. Oh. You're not saying anything after that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't realise I was meant to lead in with something there. Oh, this is, this is exciting. I just, we don't have an attraction this time. This no. is bewildering. This is new for me. I wasn't prepared for this, Andrew.
0: I know. The only time we've done this was when we looked at Disney Village, really, and we've done something that's... slightly different there.
1: That's, that's true. I suppose that's multiple attractions. And this is all of the attractions. Everything. All in one podcast. I mean, it could go on forever if we don't hold this together, Andrew.
0: Um, It probably will. So <laughs> I might have to text my wife and just say, yeah, I said I was going to be finished in an hour. Uh, it might take two days. Yes. Whoops. Um, But anyway, yes, I,
1: I you know, have uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, voting in this podcast. And many of the outcomes I agree with, some of the outcomes have, have made me very sad. Um, but we'll yeah, get on to that soon
0: if you're not un- if you're not sure what we're talking about when we're talking about the attraction polls uh, if you're on twitter Um, You've probably seen them by now, but if you're not on Twitter and you're following us uh, on iTunes or you're on Facebook or just following our website, uh, then you won't really know that we've been running an attraction poll um, since October 2015. We've been, uh, it's ever since the Twitter poll uh, feature um, became active on Twitter. For some reason, uh, the Magical DLP Twitter account was one of the first, I think it was actually was the first in the Disneyland Paris community, on twitter to get that function so we're quite lucky i got in there straight away because everybody's going to ask what the favorite attractions are and luckily nobody else has jumped in on this so we're um it's an exclusive in the disneyland paris community that you can vote with us on the best attraction that's currently available in disneyland paris um, so what's going to happen is we're going to run through them. There is a we- oh there is a page in our website which I'll give you at the end uh, because I don't want you to spoil the fun and surprise if you don't know what the results are of each poll. We'll go through each attraction, we'll, um, each section of the round. Me and Simon will discuss what we would have voted for. Uh, or what we did vote for, and what the result was. So we'll jump straight in, and the first uh, one that came out of the hat on the magical mystery uh, random picker uh, was Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin in Walt Disney Studios versus Mad Hatter's Teacups. Now, Simon, what would you have voted for, and why? Well,
1: uh, I believe I voted. I can't even remember, to be honest. This was a while ago, October. Last year, crikey. Um, Slinky Dog, zigzag spin. Um, it's not a, it's nothing sort of mind blowing. Neither of them are particularly exciting attractions, to be frank. There, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty stock standard. Um, and I know Mad Hatter's teacup is a, you know, is a sort of Disney staple. It's a classic, it's a classic, in, classic. in, in a fantasy land But um, I, j- I just think Slinky Dog spin is. In fact, I think it's the only attraction that I've ever bothered to go on in Toy Story Playland. So really, I feel like I have some sort of connection to it. Well, I can't, the, the other ones always have two big queues for what they are, and uh, half pipe coasters they tend to make me feel a bit nauseous.
0: Eh, no stamina. Um, oh, I, I, I would. Like? I think I voted for Mad Hatter's teacups. Um, again, like you mentioned, it's a classic. It's a staple of Disneyland parks. Um, one reason. Uh, oh. Go on, go on. I know why I didn't vote for it. Go on. I can't fit in it. You can't fit in it. Can't fit in the teacups. How, t- how tall? How tall are you?
1: I'm
0: about six foot. Well, I I always say I I'm mean, six foot. I mean, but fairness,
1: there was there was four of us who were all six foot in my okay, family in the okay. last time and it just it just didn't work. Um well didn't when work. I last I'd time like I like larger teacups.
0: Uh last time I went on it there was three of us well two and a little small child. Uh, so there was plenty of room. Uh, but plenty yeah, I I would have well I did vote for Mad Hatter's teacups. The reason being um zigzag spin does go around similar to the teacups. But I just don't like the fact that it, it's the zigzag spin was really, really short.
1: It is quite short, but the there's always time. that
0: fun effect though,
1: where it goes round quite fast, going around up and down, and then everyone slides to the outside. So if you, true. if you put, you know, but depending on how fast fairly, you're... fairly skinny me on the on the outside, and then my dad, who's much larger than I am, then I, just, you know, just squash.
0: It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Safety,
1: you... you know, no,
0: but very fun. You can make the uh, teacups go quite fast, though, can't you? If you spin on that uh, plate in the middle.
1: Well, yeah, we tried that, but we kept smacking into our
0: knees. So there we go. We need to make uh, a request to Disneyland Paris to uh, make an extra large teacup for uh, Simon West and his family.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Disney.
0: (laughs) The actual result was Mad Hatter's teacups was the winner with 73% of the vote. Uh, to 27 of the Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin. A
1: fairly commanding lead. It is.
0: Uh, next up was the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror versus Alice's C- C- I can't even say it. Curious Labyrinth. I'll go first. It's obvious what I'll vote for. Tower of Terror. And I'm not even going to explain why.
1: No, I don't, I don't think it needs to be explained why. Um, I also voted... Tower of Terror, of course, you know, the theming's amazing. Um, if you want to know why we love Tower of Terror, we've done a whole podcast on it. we talked for about two hours. Um, we could have talked for a lot longer, so go and listen to that if you've got many hours of your life to kill. Um, I mean, it's a bit unfair to try and compare Tower of Terror with, with a with a maze. I mean, the maze is quite fun. You get to climb up a tower at the end, but you know, you don't get dropped anywhere from it.
0: Well, I would make the labyrinth quite exciting if you did. It you would. You'd have to put a height restriction on it, though. It could be dropped from the castle. It's in the middle of the maze, or whatever it's supposed to be. You could be dropped from there, couldn't you?
1: Queen of Hearts could jump out, grab you by the leg, and just drop pull, you down. Pull you down. This sounds quite violent now that I think about it, as, actually.
0: Well, Tower of Terror's pulled down, as we found out from uh, our episode. Uh, can't remember what number it was now. Is it seven? Something like that. Um, so we could do the same there. She could pull you down into the maze. Mm -hmm. maybe if you were smoking if you caught smoking the top of the uh well is it a castle it's it's her castle isn't it
1: yeah i
0: think we'll say it is we'll say it is if she catches you smoking up there she'll pull you down the winner not surprisingly really was 70 uh, with 76 percent of the results uh it was twilight zone tower of terror um i have to say i i would have expected it to have got a higher percentage of the vote actually i was Um, just about to say that yeah that's
1: just over three quarters but you
0: know, do it's... you feel some people are put off from going on the Tower of Terror anywhere, or is it the, is it because it's a new, in quotation marks, attraction compared to a Disneyland Paris classic? It's been there since the opening day. So do Perhaps. you think some more diehard I... fans have voted for that rather than the Tower of Terror? Oh well, I don't know. I mean, we in in our podcast episode on
1: Tower of Terror, we described it as a modern classic, and I you know I really think it is. Um, That's true. You've probably hit the nail on the head there when you said that it's a very scary attraction, and some people some people don't want to go on it.
0: Next up, we're going through this really quickly. Uh, it's Autopia versus Peter Pan's Flight. You go first.
1: I've never been on Autopia, so I couldn't vote for it. I feel bad about saying that.
0: I don't. Actually, I've watched people going on it, but I've never myself been on it. It's the
1: queue again. I just. I've been on the one in America, which was great fun. And I can remember being on the one in America while the fireworks were going off. And my sister kept getting distracted by the fireworks and they're just zigzagging all over the place. It was (laughs) very funny. Um, But no, I've never actually done the one in Paris because it's it's just such a massive queue for what it is. Um, So yes, Peter Pan's flight for me. Um, It's a cracking little ride. You know, the... uh, The perspective and then you know flying over london with all the lights and then diving into uh, skull rock and the like a little bit jerky but um you know it's it's a it's a disney staple classic and it's a very very enjoyable cute ride
0: yeah my vote was with peter pan's flight um again it's quite short when you when i think about it when i'm not in the parks i think wow it's amazing i'd love to go on that attraction and you kind of forget how short the attraction actually is um so if you catch it at the right time of day um and you don't, there's not much of a queue. It's definitely something I would do every time I visit. Um, but Equally, you, just fast pass it, which is it, I think that is true. I've only ever fast
1: passed it actually. Uh,
0: but then obviously sometimes you want to make use of. Well, you need to plan your day around when you're putting your fast pass in to get your tickets out. And if I was going to pick, it probably wouldn't come high up on my list of attractions that I would want to get a fast pass for. Um, well, no, but, that's
1: very true. Also, extra magic hours, though, of course. That's true. That's, that's probably so the that, last that few times I've used extra it. Extra magic hours.
0: Yeah. So Peter Pan's Flight did win with 80% of the vote compared to 20% from Autopia. Um, Peter Pan's Flight is for younger audiences. I would say it's quite scary a little bit, like the Snow White one, really, because it's quite—it's a dark ride and it does—it's quite jerky and flying through the different scenes. Is
1: it, it is quite dark. It's certainly not as, as dark as uh, as Pinocchio.
0: Pinocchio, and... no, that's right. Snow White. Um, so yeah, 80%. That's what I expected, really. Again, yeah. it's a classic. Next up. Got on the fourth attraction vote. Um, Big Thunder Mountain versus Casey Junior. Le petit train du cirque.
1: Yes. Two roller coasters coming up against each other. I always what forget Casey Junior exists as a roller coaster.
0: Well, it's um, just. But a it min- is.
1: I suppose it is a roller coaster, isn't it? It's a mini um, Big Thunder Mountain. Just. Yeah, exactly. It's just a little one. Um, I mean, it's it's a nasty one for them to come together uh, in round one because I mean I think Big Thunder Mountain is. Frankly, I think Big Thunder Mountain will probably win the whole thing just because of the scale of it um, and how much of an enjoyable attraction it is. You can listen to our podcast and find out how much we love Big Thunder Mountain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a yeah, difficult one because Casey Jr. I always think is quite cute going around the uh, the storybook uh, boats. But, you know,
0: of course, my,
1: my vote had to go with Big Thunder Mountain.
0: Well, it's obvious. I was always going to vote Big Thunder Mountain. Even though I've got a really great experience of Casey Jr. Um, my wife and my son were sitting in, well, it was towards the back of the train, uh, the back of the carriages, um, and I was in, what was it called now? It's like what well, I can't remember the name of it now. It's a brake wagon, I think, or something towards the back of the train. Um, but because um, they were sitting together and there was only me on my own, I was basically in the back facing towards the back. So I was going backwards on Casey Jr., And it was so surreal because there was obviously no train in front of me. There was nothing, just empty track. And lots of people standing there watching this 27 or 8-year-old man just sitting there on his own going backwards (laughs) on Casey Jr. (laughs) So that was quite entertaining. But still wasn't enough uh, to get my vote against Big Thunder Mountain. Um, And again, no surprises really. It was a runaway for Big Thunder Mountain with 88% versus 12% for Casey Jr. Um, So Big Thunder Mountain went through to round two. Next up, Disneyland Railroad versus Art of Disney Animation.
1: Well, again, I think it's sort of a no-brainer, really. Have um, to go with Disneyland Railroad. Uh, you know, again, staple of a of a Disneyland park, um, and it's got some lovely scenes. Uh, the emergence into Frontierland is particularly nice. Um, the artwork in in the sort of Frontierland tunnel bit as well. Uh, then, of course, with back round past Indiana Jones, and then you go through the caves, and you get to see Pirates of the Caribbean going around the final scene. That's lovely. It's amazing. Um, Discovery Land is is a real shame because that station is so ugly. Um, but anyway, you know, it's it's always an enjoyable, an enjoyable attraction.
0: Yeah, um, the Art of Disney Animation didn't get my vote, so it was Disneyland Railroad. But I always... Every year I go into um, the Art of Disney Animation and think, why did I come in here again? It is something I would definitely recommend doing, especially if you've got an interest in the old animated classics of Disney. Um, I mean, We always take our students in there because it's one of the, re- one, one of the excuses we give for going on the trip uh, so that the students who are doing animation and media and ICT and those kind of subject areas, um, they can go in there and learn about different animation techniques. Because obviously in the, uh, pre-cu- the, well, the pre-show area, you've got all the different uh, pieces of artwork and um, hardware of, of the uh, equipment that they actually used in some of the uh, animation classics. Uh, so for that reason, it's uh, that's why we still go to it all the time. And only 16% of people who voted on Twitter voted for Art of Disney Animation, making Disneyland Real World the winner with 84%. I'll let you take charge of these next ones.
1: Yeah. Of we'll, course, we'll,
0: we'll split it up a bit, just make it fair, equal opportunities, and everything like that.
1: Of course, of course. So next up, we've got, well, really some some big dogs of Fantasyland facing off against each other. Big dogs. Uh, Snow White versus It's a Small World. I I personally think quite a difficult one actually, because um, I you know I, I like sort of the old fashioned dark rides. You don't see that many of them anymore, and I can't imagine many of them will get made. But then it's a small world, also proper classic i mean it's you know on the on the right hand side of fancy lad that's such a huge part with its massive facade and incredibly annoying soundtrack it is what you can't remember i think it's a small world got my vote though just because it's bigger
0: really well in my a lot of when it was hard to decide like i don't think it was too hard on this one actually this vote but um i always had to think in the back of my head which one would i personally miss from the parks the most if it was to be wiped from the park completely and mm. Snow White I've done it every time I go on just about and I do like it I love the dark ride effect like I said before it's quite scared well it's Pinocchio that's quite scary but even this one still a little bit scary for younger children but then It's a Small World obviously it's just reopened after refurbishment and they're still adding slowly more uh, characters and more doors as we go on but when I last rode that attraction before our It's a Small World podcast last year it wasn't being well looked at, looked after so in my head I was thinking oh it's run down, it's not working very well it's kind of a poor relation of the it's a small world family but like you say the facade, the size of it, uh, if it was wiped from the history of Disneyland Paris there would be a big hole. and I don't think that we would miss Snow White as much that's my no, personal opinion I
1: think you're probably right there and indeed Twitter agrees with you it's a small world one with 75% uh, to just 25% Snow White. And a very different competition next, I suppose. Rock and Roller Coaster, which... Is that our first? Oh, no, it's not our first in uh, in the Walt Disney Studios park. No, no. Rock and Roller Coaster versus Orbitron. Very different attractions. Very no, I was different.
0: quite I was quite surprised with the outcome of this, actually.
1: Do you think? I'm not. Which well, one did you go for, then? Which one?
0: I would have voted Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, what a surprise. Because I love... Well, well to be honest... I've probably mentioned this loads of times now on Twitter and on our podcast, but because of my first ever visit to Disneyland Paris, I wasn't really a roller coaster fan at all. So, being dragged on to two indoor roller coasters in Space Mountain Rock and Roller Coaster, I was tempted by not knowing where I was going, just sitting in the train and just going off. And I loved it so much that that's probably why I'm a Disneyland Paris fan today because of those attractions. So it had to be one that went through for me. Um, but the reason I say I was surprised is because again, Orbitron, its its like a—it's a monument to Discoveryland. Um, with Space Mountain and Orbitron together, I don't know, it just makes Disneyland for—not Disneyland—Discoveryland um, for me. So I thought there would have been a few more votes for that actually.
1: Well, I—I I think. I completely agree with that, you know, it's that gorgeous Victorian retro futuristic theming that we all know and love about Discovery Land. It's why Discovery Land is better than Tomorrowland. Um, but at the end of the day, that's another attraction that I can't fit
0: in. <laughs> Sorry.
1: It's not funny, Andrew. Anyway, well, uh, um
0: you, it, I was, must, it was I, a I, landslide. I'm very similar height to you because I'm just probably like maybe half an inch smaller than you, but my legs must be a lot smaller. I must have a really tall body. So I couldn't I just couldn't
1: fit the, my legs in It was very not It was not small, tried one,
0: one leg in, one leg out I, or, might, I
1: might do that next time Or just, I might go sort of head first in okay Legs out
0: Or spread your legs work. across both sides So they don't actually go in the rocket on Orbitron So
1: what, just sort of straddle it?
0: You'd have to try and squeeze in for like When liftoff happens But as soon as it starts pop, pop out
1: And then there'd be someone downstairs with a megaphone <laughs> You don't speak French for anyway. it's fine yeah, it's fine. Anyway, yes, rock and roller coaster 90 percent to ten percent. That's I mean that's commanding. That's well, that, that's from like that's rock our biggest.
0: That's our biggest win so far from round it's one. Been
1: so far, yes. And next up, Pirates of the Caribbean versus Peter Pan's Flight.
0: Now this, this is actually
1: is uh, quite a commanding win again, and I I didn't expect it. I thought this one would be
0: much closer than it is. Which one did you go for? Uh, I went for Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, so did I. It looks like um, our rival, Steve, from Dedicated to DLP, it looks like he's probably just registered about 500 uh, Twitter accounts for this uh, poll. Keep voting, um, keep voting. And he's just voted Pirates of the Caribbean for every single account.
1: Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean won 85%, uh, Peter Pan 15%. I have to say, I think that's a bit surprising because, I mean, Peter Pan's flight is a... You know, it's an enjoyable attraction.
0: Yeah, I thought there would have been more fans of Peter Pan's flight out there. Um, it'd be interesting because we haven't really... Um, not much discussions happening around these uh, Twitter polls. A lot of people are discussing things slightly. Um, but it'd be really interesting for some feedback to... did you, Which one did you vote for? Um, if you did vote for Peter Pan's flight over Pirates of the Caribbean, would you let us know? Um, firstly, so we can give your address to Steve... dedicated dlp so we can come around and sort you out but after that just so we can actually work out what makes pirates of the caribbean so much better than peter pan's flight i know what the well i know what my answer is um if i was to if again if it was wiped off the face of the park then the whole pirates of the caribbean leaves in adventureland and um just it's the history around it would be so big compared to peter pan's flight which again I know it sounds bad saying it, but it is another dark ride. And even though there's less and less of those um, in the parks now, it's something we could do without if the other ones were still there.
1: Well, certainly, certainly compared to Parks of the Caribbean. I tell you what, though, Andrew, do you ever get a sense of deja vu when you're talking about Peter Pan's flight in this episode of the podcast?
0: But, yeah, there's been a massive error on my part, uh, Simon. I apologise for this, but um, Peter Pan's flight has for some reason came up twice on the voting Um, I could get away with saying that it was on purpose. I put it in on purpose and nobody noticed it. Um, Well, I didn't notice it. I know, well, I didn't notice it. Nobody's tweeted us saying Peter Pan's flight's been in there twice. Um, So my spreadsheet's wrong, the website's wrong, Twitter's wrong. Um, All I can think that happened is uh, Steve from Dedicated DLP has sabotaged our poll somehow and has managed to get um, Pirates of the Caribbean... Um, through to the next round um, by sabotaging this so all all we'll say is the vote stands anyway because Peter Pan's flight went through uh, with Autopia and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean knocked Peter Pan's flight out the second time round anyway so it doesn't really change much um, but all it does mean is I'll have to double check the uh, polls very carefully uh, before sending them out in round two. So you will um,
1: do indeed. Well, I, what I find interesting now, well, where does that put Parts of the Caribbean relative to Autopia? Because Autopia was destroyed in the vote 80-20 by Peter Pan, but yeah. now Peter Pan has been in turn destroyed by Pirates of the Caribbean 85 to
0: 15. So so would that have mean? Well, it should have been 99 19, to one. 99 to then. one. Yeah, that's probably as much as it could have been. Um, so yeah, our our opinions still stand. It would have been Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, pirates kept trying its best and it's got through anywhere. Um I'm surprised it wasn't Autopia that tried another attempt at sneaking in there. Yeah. Could but drop un- in. Unless you've got a bet on with Betfred or Bet365 or other betting providers who are available, then um you're not gonna lose sleep over that slight error.
1: If you are betting on this, please let us know. It'll be oh, hilarious.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, unless first you of all, lose, obviously. Oh,
0: exactly. First of all, which bookie would actually uh Accept bets for some uh, random Twitter poll anyway.
1: Well, it's you know it's a very important
0: uh, Twitter oh, of, poll. Of, of I course, think. of course. Um, so apart from that error, which we won't mention anymore, uh, we'll move straight on unless we find Swiftly another on. error. We'll go to Ratatouille the adventure. But this was a big one because it was versus Star Tours. Oh, uh, now so this is hard for you because painful, you have still not haven't been, on, been Ratatouille. on
1: Ratatouille yet, but Star Tours is my favorite simulator and is definitely in my top three of my favorite attractions um well so i I mean obviously i mean that does mean i have to go with star tours really i love it love everything about it i'm so excited for star tours 2 multiple destinations c-3po flying the ship now should be so much fun
0: i'm definitely looking forward to that i'm well i haven't changed my mind i did vote for attitude with the adventure um even though i do you regret that now well, now you've said how much you love it and it's your third favourite simulator and, and I did go on it again and I'm planning on um, when I go at the end of February um, I want to go on it one last time because that would be my last chance to get onto it as it is before it changes. I Give quote. it a nice
1: round of applause at the end and make everyone turn and think that you're weird.
0: Well, at the meetings I've been doing with the students before this trip, I've been basically big in statuers up telling them that um, it is its last journey. Last so, one. So, the vo- well, I'll be telling them all to... Uh, clap and cheer and start a chant probably
1: And two two um,
0: then we'll get kicked off but <laughs> yeah. that's fine
1: but it's fine it would have finished at the end presumably unless you do that at the start which would be weird
0: yeah we'll do it but I'll do it all the way through we won't, we won't really <laughs> um, but yeah really I would, I, the reason I voted I would have voted, well I did vote for Act two of the adventure was again it's brand new well it was brand new for me when I went last time uh, a year ago, um, I had Jeff from DLP Town Square. He was kind of my tour guide, so he was point he was pointing out so many little things that in the queue area and on the attraction that you probably won't notice unless you ride it like ten times and do loads of research. So for me, it just brings back so many great memories. And Star Tours, because because um, it is just kind of one technology at the moment. And it's 2D, even though it is the original, and a lot of people are probably going to kill me for saying that. I voted for Ratatouille over um, Star Tours. But yeah, for me, even though I love them both, Ratatouille was the winner. And it was the winner from, well, spoilers, it was the winner from uh, the people who voted on Twitter as well.
1: Yeah, 68 to 32 in favour of Ratatouille. Mm, I mean, in in defence of Ratatouille, after I've, you know, bigged up star tours uh it is a really important thing that happened in the walt disney studios park you know that's always been the the lesser park. the theming's never never been up to the standard uh, of the other park. but the whole area not just the attraction but laplace or me is gorgeous by all accounts so that is a very very important thing for walt disney studios so i suppose given that maybe it should have won
0: yeah because if anything's if one thing or one attraction or one area is going to stay if they ever re- redevelop Walt Disney Studios and it's obviously going to be the Ratatouille um uh, plaster Remy so it's it's going to be up there I, I'm surprised at how much it won by 68% so it's nearly 70% of the votes I did feel that it probably well it, even if I expected or well, not expected even if I wanted Ratatouille to win I did think it would be closer to more like 55 percent something like that so it's quite a big win really for ratatouille it is all things considered anyway Uh, next
1: up we have dumbo the flying elephant versus armageddon
0: this was such an amazing poll
1: (laughs) oh i think so i have to say i'm pretty sure i remember voting armageddon just because i could just because i knew really everyone else hates it I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I like standing in a room and having a massive bit of fire thrown at me.
0: See, Martin Just... Walker um, has recently Fine. been to Disneyland Paris a few times and went onto the attraction again recently and posted on Twitter that it wasn't as bad as he remembered. And then a few Good. other people, a few other people have climbed out of the woodwork in Twitter and have said, "Well, actually, yeah." And I was one of them. Um, I have slated it in the past, and I so have. Am I. I have done the attraction. I didn't do it last time, but a couple of years ago, I remember. Um, forcing myself to go on it again and the actual attraction itself once you've went through the pre-show area isn't that bad obviously it's not as it's not that exciting to have to want to like face the pre-show area Um, but i think to me it is the pre-show area that does like kill it really Um, sitting in a room for an hour watching a video in different languages talking about the film and special effects and stuff like that Um, maybe on a dvd if you're at home on a rainy day and you want to watch the extra footage on the Armageddon film, it wouldn't be too bad. But for wanting to get into the attraction and get all the effects and the rumbling of the uh, spaceship and the flames in your face and stuff like that, that that bit isn't too bad, but, yeah, it's a pre-show that kills it.
1: And, of course, Dumbo, Flying Elephant proper Disneyland classic. Had yeah, to win? Don't,
0: really? Don't really, it. Didn't it did, they? yeah. Don't, don't they have... I might just be making this up for some reason, but do they have more than one of these in... America in the same park, or am I making that up? I think I'm making I that up.
1: I think California might
0: have two of them. That's how that's how popular it is. Yeah. Um, Mind
1: you, on saying that, I think Sorin in uh, Epcot is about to get duplicated. So it does happen.
0: Yeah, and as in Toy Story Mania has two separate. That's got two
1: tracks, two and tracks. I believe they're you... building another one in Florida. They're going to add a third track because so it, it's so popular there
0: we go so Dumbo must be up there because it, it's got two in one park already
1: exactly uh, and of course it, it did win fairly commandingly uh, 78 to 22 to be honest I think Armageddon getting 22% of the vote is
0: well that's a it's not
1: bad maybe it's just me <laughs> and Martin just
0: yeah Armageddon let's go have you got multiple accounts as well ooh maybe I do <laughs>
1: at Armageddon lover
0: there we go that's... hashtag Armageddon love yeah I feel we should be dead, maybe on val- not Valentine's Day, on April Fool's Day, I think we should bring out a Armageddon podcast episode. I think we should do. <laughs> well, because the, the Imagineer has probably only ever worked on one attraction, which is Armageddon, is probably sitting there waiting for somebody to ring his phone and interview him about that attraction. Yeah. So we need to find out who that person was and mm-hmm. make their year, make their we'll life. Talk
1: to him about lots of fire in a room. Or her. Oh, yeah it's very true i'm pretty sure though i've seen a video have about you? the lead designer yeah somewhere um and i'm pretty sure he was the chap get him Unless in i'm wrong get him in get him in
0: yeah uh buzz Lightyear versus toy soldiers start yeah toy soldiers parachute drop never right. actually done the parachute job drop
1: nor have i and i hate it absolutely hate it it's the one thing i would get rid of without Shadow of a doubt. I don't care how much people love it. I don't care if it gets massive cues. It's so ugly. Yeah, Chainsaw. You know, or... Disney, oh, it's about beautiful aesthetics. You know, Disneyland Paris is arguably the most beautiful of all the Disneyland parks. Why would you have that on the skyline? It's just this huge metal tube with army camouflage on it. <laughs> oh, Some... Ah, blah, blah, blah. wow.
0: Some people yeah. would probably say the same thing about Buzz Lightyear in Discoveryland. Well, that's true, yeah, massive plastic. It doesn't, Buzz really, Lightyear in, uh, it doesn't yeah. really good, Buse, is it?
1: Gorgeous Jules Verne, gorgeous Nautilus Submarine. Ah, Buzz Lightyear in plastic. So Equally, uh, though, Discovery Land Station looks exactly like that. This, yeah. This, yeah.
0: Just, it happens. What, It's just a big bit of white, isn't it? There's not much there. Yeah. A bit of white cardboard.
1: Yeah, but and also they might say that because, of course, Buzz Lightyear replaced uh, Le Visionarium, uh,
0: which was a, quite, a, quite a popular attraction. True. True. Um, I would have voted... Well, I did vote for Buzz Lightyear. There's nothing better than uh, going on with different people at different times you visit the park and trying to beat their score. Uh, Even though... Because you know where all the uh, special targets are uh, in the ceilings, in the walls that are hidden. And um, even though you still come out winning them or beating them, you're miles behind the people in the car in front and the car behind and everybody else who posts on Twitter and Facebook. Um, so you don't share that. You don't. You don't share the score normally, uh, but you don't mind bragging to somebody who's just went on the attraction for the first time. That's what I found anyway. Yeah, actually, I genuinely haven't seen many people sharing their scores on Buzz Lightyear. Really?
1: Do that. That would be. I'd like to see that more.
0: Um, if you want to see that, you need to uh, send them directly to uh, Simon on Twitter. If you want to remind yeah, just, people your Twitter handle, just, just
1: tag me in at SimCity West. SimCity
0: West. I don't want to see them, but uh, Simon West would love <laughs> to be inundated with thousands of images of Buzz Lightyear scores. Yeah. Um, the reason I don't want to be reminded is because mine will be the like the lowest on the list probably. Yeah. Because my my highest score was from when the attraction was stopped, um, probably to let um, a disabled guest on. Because obviously, they stopped the attraction uh, conveyor belt, but they let you still fire at the targets. So we were there. I thought
1: thought they stopped the scoring system.
0: No, no, no. Well, they didn't one time I was there, and I was there. We were stuck for about 10 minutes, and I just kept firing at the exact same target, and it was a very, very high scoring target, and I got a very high score. Lucky man. But we might discuss that in a future podcast. Ooh. Because we can crack open the uh, Toy Story um, soundtrack album. Oh, that sounds good. No copyright anyway,
1: infringement intended. Buzz yeah, did, of course, win 95% to Toy Soldier's Parachute Drop, with only 5% because it's so ugly and
0: horrible. So that means that Toy Story Soldier's Parachute Drop is officially, according to Magical DLP fans, worse than Armageddon.
1: Yes. I, I hope everyone would agree with that.
0: And actually, so far that is the worst that's the biggest loss of an attraction so far
1: it is so far so far next up Disney Dreams versus Jedi Academy two shows which one did you go for
0: Andrew? I haven't seen Jedi Academy I won't see it this time round because it's actually down for refurbishment I don't know how you can refurbish characters I think they're bringing in Yoda I've heard Uh, but it's down when I'm going next time so I probably won't ever see it Uh, I can't take part because I'm not like a 12 year old um, so Disney Dreams has to be the one for me. Of course.
1: I mean, let's, let's be honest. How many shows could top Disney Dreams?
0: I mean, it's, there, there uh, is... even
1: in terms of Spectaculars, it's amazing. We fanned over it so much uh, in the podcast projection on Disney mapping,
0: Dreams. Projection mapping, projection mapping.
1: Exactly. It's fantastic. And it won 97% to
0: 3%. So Jedi Academy is now officially the worst attraction according to Magical DLP fans. Yeah, I mean, I have <laughs> to say, I think, I, you know, that was a pretty unfair
1: challenger to come up against in Disney Dreams. Oh, um, yeah, I'm yeah. sure Jedi Academy is absolutely wonderful. And if you can take part, all the better. I wish they'd do an adult version because I'd so get involved in that. Um, but nonetheless, you know, Disney Dreams, it's the goodnight kiss uh, at the end of the day. It's fantastic. It had to win. And maybe after a score like that, it will go on to win the entire thing.
0: Ooh. possibly. Some people might argue that it shouldn't be on the list of attractions. Does he class as an attraction in the sense of like going and queuing because you don't really queue for it other than waiting around?
1: Yeah, you don't
0: queue for Jedi Academy. You That's don't true. really queue for Armageddon. No one wants to go on it. Although well, there you do we have go. to sit through the pre as you say. So we accept it. It's on our list. It won. We
1: love it anyway. It's so good. We do.
0: Um, This one uh, is for niDLP geek. Phantom Manor versus Nautilus. Uh I I have to say I I think I might have
1: voted Nautilus just out of sort of pity. Um because I it's very beautifully themed. I love it. You you see the submarine on the outside and then you you head down the stairs and <clears throat> go inside. <clears throat> it's gorgeously yeah. themed. It's got the Jules Verne retro futuristic stuff. I love it. It's fantastic. Um However, it's... of course, Phantom Manor is—you is, know—it's the—it's the staple. It holds together Frontierland. You walk in, you turn to your left, and you see it there, rising up in the distance, looking imposing and spooky.
0: It's currently the only thing in Frontierland that's open. <laughs> so without yeah, it, we would have been stuck. I think it is. Um, I—I I obviously voted for Phantom Manor, but I feel that if Nautilus came up against some of the other attractions that we've discussed, it probably would have uh, got through to round two. Uh, so it's just unfortunate that it has came up across a biggie in the uh, Disneyland Paris world. Um, yeah, Phantom Man won 95% of the votes compared to five. So it's uh, still pretty good decent compared to Jedi Academy.
1: Yeah, unfortunately that ranks it down there with Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop, which I think is unfair. But then again, equally, you know, Phantom is very good. Didn't stand a chance.
0: Always going to win that one. I'd be very surprised well it depends what happens in round two but it, it's one of those that you would hope that would get through to the latter stages of the competition depending on what it comes against in the next round
1: well i i would certainly expect to see phantom manor there up with parts of the caribbean
0: you would have said that about space mountain as well mm, let's not talk about that <laughs> andrew uh, studio tram tour behind the magic versus discoveryland theater the uh, the amazing theatre that it is. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what there is to say about this one.
1: Um. <laughs> should we just I move mean, on? <laughs> well, I, I, obviously I voted tram tour. discovered a theatre. Frankly, it's not an attraction. You know, showing sneak peeks of a film. I don't consider that an attraction.
0: I think what um, it should show is DLRP fans' videos from the park. On uh, it should just show them on loop. That would pull more people in to this Discoveryland theatre than think it would. Sneak Peaks. I the mean, particularly if it was like a live feed. You could, go and, you could go and sit there and listen to podcasts such as ours in the theatre. Exactly. And then you can have your podcast selfie. There you go. Just up on the screen. Yeah. Maybe even in 3D. Wow, just imagine that. My big nose coming Ooh, through I'd rather the screen. Not.
1: <laughs> Crikey.
0: Well, they'll, they'll, um, they'll still have all the air cannons from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, surely. So, so what so, to
1: like wake people up? The, well, like, if my no- if it's in snoozing free- away at this podcast, yeah, if, and then, oh,
0: if, if, what if my if, if my nose is sticking out of the screen in 3D, then I just need to sniff on them, blow, then, well, blow on them, well. and be snotting air f- effect coming towards them. There you go, interactive power, interactive podcast theater.
1: There we are. We've just improved Discoveryland Theater.
0: Well, Studio Tram Tour, though, I
1: think you know it's it's going to be changed pretty soon in a refurbishment.
0: I am looking forward to Three seeing what scenes. they're doing.
1: Um, Catastrophe heard... Canyon, I, I still think is very good. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a very impressive feat if... of technology. The other bits,
0: uh... if if Catastrophe Canyon was its own attraction, I probably would rate. Um, Studio I'd probably Tramp rate it higher, higher than Studio yeah. Tram Tour. <laughs> so, but I've heard that they're putting in props from Star Wars
1: oh that sounds fantastic um, Marvel that, that's what
0: I've, yeah so if oh, they the do rumors. all of that then they're definitely gonna it's gonna improve it um also the videos need to be synced up better last time i was on there if you got into a tram one of them the video might not work in one tram uh, or it worked but it wasn't synced up so you were driving past some props and it was talking about explosions um well mm. so I'm um, again I, if it was against any other attraction, maybe I would be, I would have been surprised by the 82% that Studio Tram Tour won um, or beat Discoveryland Theatre by. But again, 18% for Discoveryland Theatre. I, I don't know if these people are just voting for it because they hate uh, Tram Tour so much, or are they voting for it like you did before just because they could?
1: Well, exactly. I just discovered that. It's a non-attraction.
0: Yeah, because 18% is quite high, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I think it is fairly high.
0: Right. I'll, it is. I'll introduce this next one uh, so you can uh, get your tissues from the uh, tissue box. Uh, Space Mountain Mission 2 versus Sleeping Beauty Castle. It's quite a big big vote this one. Big attraction line um head to head smash up. As you oh,
1: I, d- I don't want to talk about this Andrew. I just I just don't want to talk about it. Space Mountain Mission 2 is my favorite attraction. But then again, Sleeping Beauty's Castle is like the everything of of Disneyland
0: it is it's it's based, well whenever you ask people about it or talk to people even if they haven't been to it before they know of Disneyland or Disney parks having a castle a focal yep. point and so, they've probably
1: seen a picture of this gorgeous pink castle with blue turrets but then space mountain
0: with a cannon and everything oh <gasps> I, to be honest i'm not going to lie to you and all your, all the listeners out there i was tempted to redo the um the random uh, poll to well when I picked the attractions head to head, I thought, "Oh, well, Space Mountain's going to have a hard time beating the Beauty Castle." And I was so close to picking or pressing that button again just to get another random draw, but I didn't. For the fairness of the competition, even though we had two Peter Pans in there before, but that's something we won't discuss again. So yeah, um, sadly, as you probably guessed already, Sleeping Beauty Castle did win. And I say sadly because I would have voted for Space Mountain. I because, did vote for
1: Space Mountain. Yeah,
0: because it is my favourite attraction. I love it,
1: Andrew. I can't believe it's gone. Um,
0: and I can't wait to ride it in February. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it's gone. It's Sleeping Beauty Castle. If you, But if you said at the start, though, uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle would go for it around two, you wouldn't be surprised that that. But you would yeah. be surprised that Space Mountain wouldn't get into round two.
1: Very um, unfortunate
0: lineup. Uh 63% to 37
1: percent. So, um, one of the closer votes we've had so far,
0: actually. It is. Um, um, so it does show that some pe- people were undecided. And again, if we've got more general fans who have been voting on Twitter, because obviously this this poll would come up under feeds uh, not just of people who follow our twitter account but anybody who's on twitter could also get into it so maybe those that don't have um the experience of visiting the parks may have went for that one just because that's the one they knew the most um i'm trying to back up the reason why people voted one over the other but again it's, it's such a hard one to go uh, to decide but well, I think, um,
1: as you say, though, you know, which if you removed one of them from the park, well, Space Mountain actually wasn't there when the park opened. That is but true. If you removed Sleeping Beauty's Castle, then, well, would remove the center of, of the park. Yeah, I, I don't come think into it,
0: Main Street, and it would be rubbish. It wouldn't be Disneyland Paris if that wasn't there. So uh, I wouldn't change my vote because it's not going to get rid of one of them. But yeah, I can see why people definitely voted for Sleeping Beauty Castle. Indeed. Main Street Vehicles versus Crush's Coaster. Well. Still haven't done Crush's Coaster because of the lovely queue. It's, uh.
1: yeah, it's quite a long queue. It's generally 40 minutes is about
0: you. That's <laughs> the shortest yeah, you'll ever. My aim, queue for, Crush's my aim Coaster. for February is to go on Crush's Coaster, but I probably won't get onto it. And you should go on it. It's.
1: Uh, is it worth 40 minutes? I don't know. Um, it's got a lovely sort of opening sequence, though. Uh, you fling around outside and then you go through a bit of a dark ride with uh, with Nemo and his friends, and that's all very nicely themed, I love that bit. Um, once you're actually going around the roller coaster, okay, fine, not the best themed in the world, but it's a spinning coaster, it is very fun, the queuing system is exceptionally boring, however, it is, to my knowledge, the only Disney attraction... Has a smartphone game designed for its queuing system that does show how boring how I feel about the that. queuing system is. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, you know it's roller coaster and it's good fun. Main Street Vehicles is a you know it's it's a side thing. It's not a is it a real attraction? I suppose. Well, so, according it's to it's Disneyland Paris running. website,
0: according to <laughs> DisneylandParis it is so as uh, horse drawn streetcars, which will be coming up later. I, did, I, did, I forgot
1: they were they were separate things, to be honest. Um, but yes, <laughs> anyway, I mean, for, for me, there
0: was there was only one choice. Which one did you vote, though? Well, even though I haven't done it, I would have voted for Crush's Coaster because I still want to try it <laughs> onto it. So if they'd got rid of it, I would have been so annoyed that it disappeared before I managed to actually get onto the attraction.
1: That's very true. And three quarters of people agree with us. Crush's Coaster, 75% versus just
0: one quarter for Main Street Vehicles. Um, Princess Pavilion versus Disney Junior Live. Have you done either of these, Simon? No. No. Why, why not? Disney Junior Live used to be something else, didn't it? D- uh, Playhouse Disney. So it was very similar. Hmm. No, maybe I'm thinking of something else.
1: Either what, way, no, I've what done about, neither of
0: them. Was that the one where it was the Disney Channel Studio when they actually had the live um, Disney Channel from France broadcasting from there? That could be actually. Because could...
1: I know I've been in that building where it is. You could
0: do a tour um, of the um, been a live time. broadcast, I think.
1: Yes, you could do. And I did that. But that's not in this poll, so um, that's <laughs> irrelevant. But yeah, no, I've done neither. So, uh, what did you vote for What did
0: you vote for? What would you vote for, even though you've done neither?
1: I don't know. Probably the Princess Pavilion, just because I know everyone loves seeing a good princess. Do you love seeing a good princess? I genuinely don't think I have actually, ever. <laughs> oh, no, actually. I think I think I did once in, that, in the restaurant by uh, by the castle. I believe there are princesses in there. And I did get some pictures with them and my sister. But other than that, generally, if I, if I see a character and there's a queue, which there always is, if it's a princess, then forget about it. There we go.
0: Yeah, um, I voted for Disney Junior Live. Uh, what? That's, that's the only one I've done. And it's a personal reason because... Uh, my son loved at the, well he still likes him actually he loved at the time Jake uh, and the Neverland Pirates um, he also liked Sophia the First as well and even though they weren't involved in the main show uh, they were introduced in the pre-show um, so Jake came out and Sophia came out who are from two of the shows on Disney Junior and they danced around and he got to interact with them more than he did most other characters apart from we went to Inventions for a, 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 an evening meal um, so I just remember him having so much fun. Um, then we went inside Disney Junior Live and there was puppets of the different Mickey Mouse characters so on and he didn't really enjoy that as much. So the pre-show actually got my vote for that one over anything else. Mm. Interesting. A pre-show wins. There we go. If only but, that if only that pre-show was in Armageddon, you get loads of people queuing up for that. Well, exactly. But of course though, the overall
1: show, including the pre-show, it didn't win. No. Nope. Did it? Princess Pavilion of course won. 71% versus 29. Um I I thought it would have been higher than that. People love their
0: Princess Pavilion. That gets some big big queues. It does. Uh, the next one, similar t- well, I say similar type of attraction to me the Cluster's walkthroughs. throughs
1: I would call them both walkthroughs. Yeah.
0: Um, le caban de Robinson uh, versus le pacha's on on uh, chante de Aladdin. That is fantastic French, Andrew. Well, I got to see, so it should be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very, very close result. This um, again, that's uh, the Robinson Treehouse is one I haven't actually managed to walk through or up yet. Um, keep banging my microphone because I'm so excited. Aladdin no Everyone walks through it. Probably do you won't. think? Well,
1: I I've think asked, most
0: people miss it. To be honest, I well, will walk. Well, maybe it's because I know it's there. But I do like to. If I if I'm on my way to something and I go through Adventureland, I just I walk through it. Do you not go through it at least once? You? Oh,
1: I'll, I'll visit it once in a visit. Definitely, because um, it doesn't take
0: you. You can either run through it if you want, or you can take your time if you if you're going to meet somebody or you've got a few seconds to kill. You can always go through there. I don't know. It's something that I think that most people would do.
1: Well, I would hope most people would, because you know, it's uh, it's got some nice little tableaus in there. I have to say, I don't, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as uh, the Robinson Treehouse, though. I mean, you you've not been on it. And, I haven't,
0: uh, so that's probably why I yeah, you can't. You're say a it. fool
1: because of that, because <laughs> uh, you you do get some fantastic views at the top. Last time I was there, it was in a real state. There should be water features going around. Um, that you know, there should be lots of props lying around, but. Uh, it was in a state it was all um, it didn't look good but nonetheless you know it's it's still fun to climb your way up there and work your way through this massive fake tree that they've built and then once you get to the top you do get a very nice view across Fantasyland, land, bit of uh, a bit of discovery land the distance and of course, Sleeping Beauty's Castle, which is apparently so much better than Space Mountain.
0: (laughs) Haven't I seen, I'm sure I've seen a picture from Café Fantasia that is taken from the top of there of the Eiffel Tower?
1: I think I might have seen that as well. Very small in the distance, but yes. So it's, you know, it's worth it for that. And unlike Toy Soldiers, it doesn't look hideous on the skyline.
0: That's true, it does it merges well with the uh, existing tree uh, line that's already there uh, and in place, even though it is completely fake. It does match uh, the surrounding area. Um, currently, as we record this, it is actually closed at the moment for refurbishment, even if it's only for a couple of days or a few weeks. Uh, so I think they are starting to, as part of the refurbishment plan, they are starting to uh, do some work on the Robinson family treehouse to make it a little bit better for uh, guests. Yeah,
1: I think it does need a bit of a fix-up, but once it's had that, and
0: when you then can pop along and visit it at some point, you'll enjoy it. It's quite a close result, though. It is. Very close, actually. 53%, and it goes to Robinson Family Treehouse, Le Caban de Robinson. Hooray! Uh, Versus 47% for Aladdin. Who would have won an actual fight between the Robinson Family and Aladdin and his uh, crew? Well, I mean, Aladdin has a genie, come on. But he's wished all his powers away. That's true,
1: but Robin Williams.
0: There we go, he's won. Trump card. <laughs> there we go. If that was a game of trumps, Aladdin's just won. So we might have to change the result for round one. <laughs> we won't, we won't. RC Racer versus Funda Riverboat Landing. Oh, well, again,
1: two very difficult to compare attractions but at least they are both attractions this time true. Um, my vote certainly would have gone with uh, the riverboat landing i do love getting on a nice paddle steamer and working my way around the rivers of the west it's a gorgeous bit of the park you know they've spent a long time theming it designing it you get to go all the way around big thunder mountain which is so gorgeous so that has to win purely purely for wonderful theming rc
0: racer it's a bit plastic. <laughs> uh, have you been on it before though?
1: No, no. I think I said earlier because it's it's That's often true. got a bit of a queue and um, yeah, half pipe coasters and pirate ships. They did. They, my stomach just doesn't like them.
0: My stomach went absolutely crazy last time around there. Uh, I did vote for Thunder Riverboat Landing, but now I'm thinking about it. Even though it won't change the result, I probably would change my mind now I probably would actually vote for RC Racer. Um, is that because
1: you've well, now seen pictures of the rivers of the far west brain <laughs> and you've realised
0: it's it's not a real river? It's only about a meter deep. That's true. I've been totally hoodwinked. I, I just don't believe anything anymore. No, I know. I don't trust Who Disneyland. Who would have thought that could Paris. possibly have been an illusion? I unbelievable. All everything's ruined now. Magic has completely gone. Never uh, no, going back. The reason I'm changing my mind is because thinking back to when I went onto Asti Race, it really did. It was really exhilarating. And to be honest, it was probably one of the biggest thrills from in the parks. Ooh, interesting. Uh, just because of how fast it goes. and Like you say, you're you kind of going near vertical drop, and then up. so you're doing it forwards and then backwards as well. And I don't know, it's just... we had to, I think there was a discussion about this on Twitter, and a lot of people were kind of agreeing with me that it is actually probably one of the most thrilling or even scary rides in the actual parks. Um, even though it's aimed more at the children uh, end, or maybe the older children, teenage, young teenage end of the audience, it, it's to be honest, it was, it probably uh, would frighten quite a lot of the younger kids. Well, um, I
1: think you could be right with the sort of the
0: older teenage end, because I believe it's got a fairly high height restriction. Yeah, the height restriction standards. was quite high. Yeah, and I can see why. Um, so I, I think I was discussing about it being in Toy Story, Toy Story of Playland. It really, has, really, it looks really good compared to the other attractions in the Toy Story Playland area. Fair enough. But it doesn't really meet the criteria of being for young kids. Maybe it's not designed for that in the first place anyway, but it is really an intensive ride. So that's probably why I probably would have went for it if if I was going to change my mind. But like I said, it wouldn't have uh, changed the result. It was 68% for Funda Riverboat Landing versus 32% for RC Racer. So Funda Riverboat Landing, even if it's got no water at the moment, is going through to round two.
1: It certainly is. And here's a fun one for the uh, the next competition. Flying Carpets over Agrabar versus Arcade Alpha and Arcade Beta. Cannot believe they've made it onto the attraction.
0: I think they should have went on as separate attractions. Yeah, well, It might have...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are we supposed to? Oh, do we go alpha or do we go beta? Which one do I do? Oh, I can't choose. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is.
0: Well, is there a difference? Just, is it just one side against the other? I don't know. I think it's just one place, isn't it? Well, I thought so.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm confused. That's why. Anyway,
1: it is... go on. I'm pretty sure I would have voted flying carpets over Agrabah. It's it's frankly it's not a good ride in any regard. But um. Well, it's, it's Wait, not it, it, a games arcade. No, it, it,
0: it support, it's it's support. just the same as Dumb, Flathead Dumbo, though, isn't it? Well, it and, is. Which, and, I mean, and, is quite a Orbitron, ride, but I, realistically. I, it's just the same. I don't
1: like the whole sort of facade backing. You know, there's just a large picture Canvas behind it. And they've, of course, being that it's one of the original attractions, it still goes with the uh, this idea that they're filming something that it's part of a working film set and the genie's got a megaphone and there's clapboards everywhere um yeah, which it just doesn't I, go with I think the idea anymore, does it? walt disney studios is i think the park's moving away from that theme now because um, it just it, yeah, doesn't look great right. um the queue is pretty ugly as well because you end up queuing underneath the structure of this, this picture but
0: nonetheless it's much better than a games arcade so <laughs> got my vote <laughs> but when you go on holiday especially if you're british the old-fashioned way of doing things was to go to a games arcade and spend your pocket money.
1: It's so expensive to get in there, I don't think I've got any pocket money.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, flying carpets over Agrabah. I haven't done it. I have no intention of doing it, really. And like I said... Oh, that's it, boring. It doesn't really fit in with the theme or the idea of Walt Disney Studios anymore. If we if Now we've decided that it's not supposed to be a working studio. Well... Um, I-
1: I mean, we've not heard any official word on that. That's just our interpretation of of the sort of vague things that they've said. But if that's I mean, in in fairness to the attraction, more than Dumbo, you can tilt the carpet forward and backwards as you go go up
0: and down. That's changed it.
1: That's changed it. Well, get on it. To be honest, (laughs) what are you doing? Just fly over there right now. Get on the carpets.
0: If it's over arcade, Alpha and Beta and then. Uh, carpets over agriba, it's got to be the flying carpets over agriba. and because I'm so good everybody else agrees with me just about uh, 84% uh, went for flying carpets over agraba and 16% went for Arcade Alpha and Arcade Beta um, that again though puts uh, Arcade um, Alpha and Beta over Jedi Academy over Nautilus, over Toy Story Parachute Drop, it puts it in, in front of Orbitron And I think that just demonstrates
1: how Flying Carpets over Agrabar is really not a particularly respected ride.
0: That's true. (laughs) It also shows how um, unpredictable our poles are, because it depends what attraction comes up against what. So there's no real... If we were to rank them in worst to best, it's not going to be a true reflection, because it does depend on which... um, Persons voting and which attraction comes up against what. I'm going to use the English version of this because I, I, my French wasn't that amazing last time. Storybookland oh, Canal boring. Boats. Okay, I'll, uh, le pays des conteurs. De Beautiful. Uh, Storybookland Canal Boats versus Pinocchio's Fantastic Journey, the Scary Dark Ride.
1: Well, I mean, you're right. Pinocchio is—it is a bit scary. Um, I, I quite like that. You know, I, I, I like the darkness. I like the sort of. Um, not quite glow in the dark but sort of you know fluorescent fluorescent paint that you see around there i think that's quite fun however my vote was always going to go with the uh, storybook canal boats because i don't know why i just think it's a sort of hidden gem it's like the little cousin of it's a small world it's tucked away everyone forgets about it it's never got a queue fine it's nothing sort of it's you know it's not a grand vision ride but it's really nice to just sit on a little boat And go around all of the pretty models that aren't very well kept. But nonetheless, pretty (laughs) models. And then, you know, you get to go through Aladdin's cave and whatnot. And that's fun. And you've got uh, uh, Casey Jr., that's what I'm trying to say, whizzing around the area. I've just always really liked it for no apparent reason. Um,
0: So that definitely had my vote. Root for the underdog. There you go. I think I would have voted for Pinocchio um even though i have a well every time i go to storybookland canal boats i'll give it its full title and um, when you queue in and you go up the steps and you're over that little bridge onto the platform that spins round when the boats when you're loading on the boats there's always something that it nearly falls in from from my experience of queuing up for that attraction so Me- it's a
1: it's a dangerous attraction, is what we're trying to say.
0: Yeah, because isn't the um, loading area doesn't that spin round as the boats move as well, and you need to kind of jump in while that's spinning it does, yeah, it's spinning like, round.
1: it's like a river raft ride, so the platform moves around. But I mean, in fact, at the same pace as the thing you're trying to board.
0: So in oh, theory, yeah. you're getting on something which is stationary. But if but it, if the that's um, not quite how it works. No, because. If you haven't got got very good spatial awareness and your balance is rubbish to begin with and then it's wet and it's a bit rainy because it's just before they're going to close the attraction because of the rain, then it does make to a bad concoction and um, a couple of people do have near misses from my experience anyway. I haven't nearly fell in, but I've watched people who uh, have had to be uh, helped in because they would have fell in. Yeah.
1: Well, clearly though, not that many people have had near misses that's and true. not that many people have fallen in because it did win against Pinocchio's fantastic journey uh, so that's 64% to Storybook Land Canal Boats versus 36% to Pinocchio which I think is fair enough and I would of course agree with it because I love Lepeda of it's great
0: oh I know that. that that's the Carousel de Lancelot that's the fame tune I was trying to it do it is, yeah. brilliant <laughs> Um, obviously, it was Carousel, the Lancelot versus Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril. Um, maybe I'll be shot for this one as well, but Carousel, the Lancelot, just really like any other carousel ride you would get in any theme park or at visiting fair. That, that oh. might be
1: true, um, but it does play some fun. Mm. Carouselized Disney music, which yeah, the music, I always think is, is quite good. fun. to yeah, so, like, sort of stand by it and just go, oh, hang on, right, what's this one? Oh,
0: oh, oh, Cinderella. It does add to the, um, the sounds, even though, it, well, I was going to say it smells as well, but it doesn't. It adds to the sounds of Disney. <laughs> it <Paris>. doesn't smell. <laughs> well, if it does, them horses uh, need a bit of cleaning.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, Indiana Jones is going to get my vote. It's a roller coaster. Um, it was the roller coaster that was brought in um, because effectively it was, it was felt that the Disneyland Park was a bit boring in terms of roller coasters when it opened. So it opened a year after uh, the resort initially opened. Um, it was a sort of quick fire. Oh, my God, we haven't got Space Mountain yet. Quickly build something mm. um, and was the first inversion ever in a Disney theme park attraction.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to be temporary wasn't it as well, that's why it was closed recently so they they, they turned some of the polystyrene scenery into uh, a more um, rough and ready, permanent bit of scenery. I do remember actually riding it when it went backwards. And I can't. Well, I remember doing it backwards, but I can't remember if it's any different. I remember not liking, um, not seeing where I was going. Even though I was kind of contradicting myself because I did like Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster in the Dark because you can't really see what's going on. But when you go backwards and you're not sure when that loop's coming, and you know you can, and you you can see yourself going into it, it does actually add a thrill to that attraction. Uh, So it is sad that it doesn't go backwards anymore. Um, I'm quite surprised at mm. how much that must have cost to have changed, the adapted the track and the cars or the trains to make it do that.
1: Well, they did, yeah. I mean, the the trains is a fairly simple job. They just sort of lifted up off the uh, off the you know cart wheels and they just
0: turned it around
1: it down <laughs> in the other direction. But they <laughs> actually removed bits of track uh, and put in new bits where some of the sharper bends were, uh, because obviously if you're going backwards you can't see the bend, you can't then prepare for the bend so corners had to be made a bit more smooth um that's, i didn't go bad. on it i did get the opportunity to go on it when uh, when it was backwards unfortunately um i think i was might have been too young then but i'd hate to say that um <laughs> just to
0: make me feel old
1: yeah exactly whoops but anyway um you sacked i always feel right now that it's it's quite a fast ride considering it that it doesn't look that bad but it's quite intense i always feel um considering there's loads of Brakes as well everywhere. You yeah. always seem to be going on some flat section where there's brakes. I don't think they use any of them. It's <laughs> remarkably fast.
0: I can imagine as well. While the uh, refurbishments are going on, I can imagine the uh, the uh, ride. The, well, the, the guest floor will probably increase in the next year I
1: or so. I think more people would be wanting to get on. Uh,
0: especially as Rock and Roller Coaster be down for a little bit, and obviously Big Thunder Mountain's down. So the next, if you're a roller coaster fan and you like a bit of theming outside as well, then that's probably the next best thing. If you don't mind a more intense uh, roller coaster attraction, uh, so I can imagine it will be a lot busier uh, in the next year or so. Um, it did win; it was 67% uh, versus 33%, so the roller coaster fans got in there and stole another victory off another classic, really.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's interesting to see that the uh, the classics aren't necessarily doing that well, um, particularly as you say. You know, that one being a sort of a last minute, oh yeah, quickly build that. But anyway. Um, oof, another not classic versus another well, actually I suppose it's not really a classic either thinking about it but anyway <laughs> Carl's Quatre Rouge Rallyer. I, I don't know how you're meant to pronounce that I don't speak French versus Rally. Le Dagnier Rally. Rally is it okay oh dear well I'm having a French lesson today from an <laughs> IT teacher I did not expect this um, versus Le tanier du Dragon are you happy with that, that Dra- Dragon 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 very good wow <laughs> We're going we're gonna to get, like, tweets coming in going, you're both idiots, you can't speak French,
0: and what and are you doing? And there'll be loads of French people that listen to this because we're talking about Disneyland Because we about, yeah, in, in France,
1: I know, it's no so embarrassing. No one told me No one told me that. English people.
0: No one told me it was in France.
1: Oh, dear. I, you just get on the train in London and you just end up
0: there. <laughs> I, we have yeah. no idea where we are. I step on the transport and then end up there. I yeah, exactly that's all we know.
1: That's all we know. <laughs> But anyway, um, yes, yeah, so I was of course thinking that Le Tanya du Dragon is some sort of classic, but it's not. It's only really in Paris. I don't yeah, think it's unique. anywhere else has a dragon underneath a castle, because I suppose it's not Sleeping Beauty's castle anywhere else. But I would have voted frankly, for... I think one of them is a classy walkthrough, and the other one is, um, you know, just a side thing that I always forget exists.
0: Yeah, the Cars one again it must be it surely was cheap cheerful and it's a yeah. great easy way of getting the cars franchise into the park uh, especially when in california you've obviously got the cars land whatever it's called i was just about to
1: mention that they're radiator springs Radio in springs, that's it, yeah. uh disney california adventure just looks amazing it was a bit of the park that they had to demolish a lot of the car park to build. uh so they i think they've got like underground park or something now but anyway um disney california adventure was a it was a sort of failing park really can you know right next to the the original Disneyland park they they built this park that just just wasn't working so as as a thing to give it more life and uh, give it more energy they built Radiator Springs with a fantastic test track style attraction of of cars and you can walk all the way down Radiator Springs and feel like you're you're in the film Cars which is one of my favorite films I love it you know as a boy growing up oh my god talking cars it was great um but yes our cars thing feels like we could have had something so much better now. And in fact, what I'd really love them to do, what I really, really would love them to do, is just demolish
0: that and then build us a radiator spring somewhere. I just, I, oh, that would be so good. Yeah, you couldn't really fit radiator springs on that footprint, though, could you? So it would have to be somewhere else. You could, I mean, you could do it in miniature, but it would, it would defeat the object. How patronising would that be if we had a miniature? Uh, radiator springs brought in from california it's <laughs> just a model for and us then to look star at oh, wow
1: isn't this theming really star good wars land it?
0: is opening in disneyland paris but it's just a little miniature model version just, that just a model
1: at. we've put it in the middle of pizza planet where you'd really <laughs> like to see a Moss eisley cantina which we're going to give you a model of star <laughs> wars land so you can look at it
0: um with the dragon under the castle um I'm surprised that, how, well, not know, maybe not surprised, not as many people know it's there as I would believe. I know it's, well, it's got quite a lot of votes uh, in this poll uh, from Disneyland Paris fans, but again, when I'm going on trips with different visitors and um, different friends and family and guests and students, um, if I mention it or say, come with me, they're amazed that they didn't know it was there.
1: It's it's very easy to miss and it's a real shame because when that dragon was built it was the largest animatronic single animatronic ever made um, and it's just it's just so cool to go down in there and it's dark and it's eerie and then you see the dragon's eyes light up and a bit of a bit of smoky breath comes out it adds it's to, just I it's just it, a very nice place it's one of those things that makes a Disney theme park better than any other theme park
0: and I think the fact that not many people know it's there are or- a little less people know it's there than um, a lot of people know. I think it adds to it as well. Like when you find it's there, you're like, whoa, this is amazing. Or if you tell people that didn't know it was there, it kind of adds to the magic. Oh, we didn't know that was there. So I think it's best that they don't advertise it as an attraction to go to. They do have signposts um, around the side and there is um, notif- like little notices out uh, out and about. But I think if they were to put it on some kind of attraction list or say, come and see the dragon under the castle, I kind of think it would kind of ruin it. I'm pretty sure there are attraction posters for it on
1: Main Street, like you know the nice old-fashioned, original ones. I but think does it it anybody advertise there?
0: Does anybody use those? At yeah, they're yeah. nice and it adds to the atmosphere and it adds to the effect. Because I don't think anybody looks at those and says, right, I've seen that attraction right, I've poster. I've planned my day. I'm going to that one now.
1: Mm. But it did
0: win though? It, it did, did. win. Sem- 75? Seventy-five. Yeah.
1: to twenty-five, and a good win. I'm happy for it. Sorry, cars. <laughs>
0: Not the best attraction. But no. still better than some of the others. For example, Ar- Arcade Alpha and Arcade, Arcade Alpha Beta. And Beta. There you go. Um, Bill Billy Bob's Wild West Show. Oh, no, it's not Billy Bob's. Wild it, What's it called? Bills. Wild Bills. Buffalo Bills. That's him. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Buffalo, Bills. Buffalo Bills. Bills Wild West Show versus Meet Mickey. Have you met well, Mickey while you've been in Disneyland Paris?
1: I have, but I don't think ever at the uh, Meet Mickey um, so the, what would you call it a pavilion? I'm not sure. Um, and neither have I seen Buffalo Bills Wild West Show. No,
0: so I haven't. This one's that. down to you, Andrew. I've I've met Mickey at Meet Mickey, and I've never been to the Buffalo Bills Wild West Show. Uh, the reason I haven't been to the Buffalo Bills Wild West Show is mainly due to times. Well, I've been there. um If I'm if I'm only there for two days in the park, then I feel that if I go there one evening. Uh, it kind of would take a lot, up of a lot of gone. time yeah um, although I suppose you are eating at the same time so you kind of get an attraction and eating whereas normally you would go to an attraction then you would leave and go to get something to eat and then go back to the park or back to your hotel so I suppose well, you're merging but two you things together that Blue Lagoon that well is true. experiencing an attraction while also eating that is true And I suppose uh, Bistro Cheremi as well now kind of the, the, yeah, exactly, in terms of theming, but I mean, you're not—you can't you're not see in the attraction, no. people in ratmobiles whizzing well, around. You can see them end, exiting the uh, ratmobiles. That's true, I suppose. Um, meet Mickey. All I can remember is my son crying, so we kind of ran through the Meet Mickey section. Um, we actually spent most time in the queue area, as you normally do for an attraction. Um, but they showed um, on the screen, like the theater screen, there. Um, Lots of old classic Mickey Mouse cartoons from way back. Um, So that was actually quite good and uh, my son really enjoyed watching them. But then I think he got so excited and so built up for it that when he finally did meet Mickey Mouse close up, he just went crazy and cried his eyes out. Um, But I still would have voted it because of getting some memory that will stick in my head even if the photograph of him and Mickey Mouse is me smiling, looking very happy and then my son just crying his eyes out in fear. (laughs) Um, but that was actually one of the first characters we met, and after we like shocked him so much then, um, when we've when we seen Minnie Mouse and Pluto and all them uh, inventions, he was fine. Um, so I probably, just, I suppose when, teaching, when you're teaching a baby to swim, just chuck him in the deep end, they'll uh, soon get used to it. Exactly. That isn't a parenting tip from me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a close one, though. And I'm, to be honest, I'm actually quite surprised on the on the actual result, just because of you can meet Mickey Mouse relatively quite easily, because um, he's in different shows. Like I say, he's in the hotels as well, depending on where you're staying. But obviously, Mickey Mouse is kind of the main reason why everything's happening. I know there's an original mouse which happened before Mickey Mouse appeared in Steamboat Willie. Really. Like I say, everybody who knows Disney knows it for Mickey Mouse originally, and. To get the chance to see him in his own attraction is quite a big draw. And he did win 53% over Buffalo Builders' Wild West Show at 47%. And that was really, really close. And it could have went either way, really, couldn't it? Certainly
1: could have done. But well done, Mickey. Well done, sir. And then next up, the amazing attraction that is
0: Pirate's Beach. Bring your your beach towel. Sorry, I, I spoke over you then. I was going to say bring your beach towels. Pirate's Beach and your beach towels versus Animagic. I, I always forget Pirate's Beach is a thing. Well, officially it is. It's just a bit of fake sand, isn't it? Well, that's true. And of course, Animagic
1: of... won't be <laughs> it won't be here much longer.
0: That'll be either. a bit of fake sand as well.
1: Exactly. Um, I mean, my vote, obviously. However, however, you know, nice Pirate's Beach is and the whole sort of galley and adventure aisle around... Uh around parts of caribbean however nice that is and it is very well themed you know Animagique is a proper attraction you know with a, with a story and a show and a catchy annoying theme tune <laughs> as all good disney attractions should have
0: so it got my vote and there's nothing much to say other then yeah that got my vote it did win 73 percent versus 27 percent um nothing much to say there really because <laughs> it's a pirate beach area versus an but... actual attraction which won't be there for much longer very true,
1: but the pirates return with Pirate Galleon in the next round of voting versus Cinémagique.
0: Now I'm sure I've seen videos of um, Smee and Captain Hook and Peter Pan having lots of fun on the Pirate Galleon, and I remember seeing—I also remember seeing pictures from a few years ago of it looking so run down and so like rotting away. Uh, but they have done quite a nice job at restoring it, and the paintwork is lovely, and it does actually look like a really nice... Um, it's, well, it, it looks amazing when you look at uh, Skull Rock and the pirate galleon in the photographs, um, and it does make a good picture of that area. And I think area. it will
1: look even better very shortly, well, I say
0: very shortly, and many, many, many
1: months' time uh, when they have finished the uh, the refurb of the Adventure Isle area. That will all look you know, nice and... Spick and span So it will look Even better then But Cinemagique You know That again Is a is a proper attraction It's a homage To the many Many films That Hollywood Has produced And of course Also has the lovely George involved And we love George
0: Good old George
1: um, I'm not sure There's anything else To be said about Cinemagique really Just George
0: Good And old, if, there if you've God. not
1: Seen it You'll be completely Confused about who George is to, Even if you can't Remember his name You'll know who we're
0: talking about. You'll know the man. <laughs> 76% went to Cinemagique. Hooray! Did you notice the little pause there just to make people think it was Pirate Galleon? Could have been the Pirate Galleon. He got a better percentage than I thought he was going to get, though.
1: It's true.
0: Although, like I said, it is, it's, it, it's if you're taking pictures around Adventure... Well, Adventure Island, if you're taking pictures in Adventureland, then it's going to be in your pictures. It's going to be one of those pictures you need to take. So it, that's probably why it's got a few fans out
1: there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um... Panoramagique versus Astroport Services uh, Interstellar.
1: Also known as the
0: Exit to Star Tours. The Exit to Star Tours with a couple of arcade games.
1: I don't understand how you can have arcade games there and have the dedicated Arcade Alpha and Arcade Beta.
0: Yeah, it's obviously. Uh, to be honest, the result shows that this is actually the weakest of the uh, two different arcade areas. According to our fans out there. That's very true. Uh, have you because been up? Two percent. Have you been up on Panorama Magic?
1: I haven't had the opportunity to. To be honest, again, whenever I'm there, I don't you know, want to spend the
0: time in the parks, and you have to. I don't spend much
1: time in Disney Village. I don't like it. I think it's quite ugly. You have to
0: pay um, for it as well. Yeah, because I think it's run by a separate company, probably. So it's, it's a five. I think it's is it ten? I okay, Five to ten euros. I think the charges. Um, if you like, mean, that's not too bad. No, actually, if you like taking pictures. How things are. If you like architecture or you like park layouts it's definitely a recommended uh, attraction, definitely once in your lifetime. Um, I've done it once, it was a very calm day so it wasn't uh, windy at all and it didn't really move around. Um, it's a weird sensation, I'm not scared of heights and I don't mind going up in balloons and stuff like that but it is a really weird sensation and the, but the views are really spectacular apart from when you look around and you can see the train station and the massive car park there hmm. um kind of ruins it a little bit but obviously it needs to be there and it's such a great uh, facility for the guests but um yeah the view from there's quite spectacular actually
1: well it must be because panorama Gique won with 86 percent to just 14 percent for the exit of startles <laughs> I
0: love how you're calling it the exit of Star Tours. Partly because I don't want to speak the French again, Andrew. <laughs> Quite a lot of people didn't really know where it was here, we've got a few questions for that poll. Um, what are you talking about? Where is this attraction? Why well, are not it? is it? Is it fair to call it an attraction? No. I'm
1: not sure it is. There's some talk that maybe it will become a, uh, a, a Star Wars gift shop or maybe a meet and meet greet. And greet yeah. Uh, after the refurbishment to Star Wars 2 I certainly hope so I, I think uh, sort of arcadey stuff is a bit it's a bit down market for Disney to be honest and also
0: the more Star Wars the better this next one is probably one of the weakest um, <laughs> one of the weakest polls we did in the whole round um, of attraction votes and um, a
1: landslide is that.
0: Well, there is a landslide in there as well i wish there was a landslide over part of it um pocahontas <coughs> in pocahontas indian village versus adventure isle this uh, well adventure Isle is a big part of adventure land so i can see well it, it is an attraction it is a nice area um again i know i've mentioned him a few times recently in podcasts but steve from dedicated dlp he goes on about adventure isle quite a lot about the caves and how interactive they can be So he is. I would have voted for Adventure Isle, and it is a nice thing. We've lost many of many a student over the years in Adventure Isle. Some some on purpose, some by accident. Um, So I can see why it got ninety-four percent of the voting compared to six percent of Poor Indian Village, which is always closed, and kids probably end up just breaking their arms and legs from not playing on there properly anymore.
1: It's very true. I mean, I I do want to just say. I like Adventure Island. I think it's fantastic. I think, again, it's another one of these areas where it makes the Disneyland theme park experience stand out against any other theme park. It's fine, you know, might not be an attraction. I think a lot of people probably don't go there, but it is really fun to go around the caves. Uh, it's very fun because there's some signage there but if you follow the signs you never get to where you want to go they seem completely pointless (laughs) you just randomly turn up on a bridge and you'll be like I've been at this bridge but it's always fun running across the bridges and then you step on one board on the bridge and feels like it's going to break and then you get really worried that you're going to die but you never do it's always fine Um, and then of course you then spend the next hour trying to find your way out again but nonetheless it's great it's very very pretty there are some wonderful photo opportunities if you can find your way out to the back where there's a, another a little pool with a sort of sunken ship in it and a, and a, and a bridge uh, joining across, then that's a lovely photo opportunity. And most people don't find their way to that. Um, so I would I would highly recommend that. And I'm glad Adventure Isle won.
0: Yeah, it deserves to go through it round two. Um, tales, Action versus Meet Spider-Man.
1: I think an easy one. I love cars. I love pyrotechnics. I love stunts.
0: Those yeah, I love film. It, again, it still follows the backstage kind of um, theme that Walt Disney Studios started off as. Um, it, yeah, it, it. I would be sad if it leaves the park like it's going to in America. Obviously, they stole the version uh, motors action from Paris as it was so successful. Um, every time I'm there, it or even on the low season, it always grabs a full capacity. Just about. And it takes so many people out of the park so you can get onto Rock and Roller Coaster with hardly any queue time. Um, So even for that reason alone, that's definitely a vote from me. Yeah, it's
1: it's a fantastic car stunt show. Um, They have, I believe, removed some of the stunts and there's a strange scene with Lightning McQueen that really doesn't fit um, with the whole car stunt show thing. But I, I still think it's a fantastic stunt show, nonetheless. I can remember having a lot of arguments with my parents over whether they should show you how they do the stunts, because obviously um, it, it's it's all tricks, it's all illusions. Um, there's not actually a backwards driving car. Um, <laughs> but I think I think it's really cool that they uh, they show you all the tricks, they show you that there's a guy sat on the outside of the car that you can't see that's actually driving one of them. Um, yes, I, I, I think it's a fantastic stunt show, and um, as much as people love marvel and spider-man ah, it's a meet and greets never gonna never gonna be a fantastic live stunt show
0: no and again obviously they're using their um new fire uh, their new uh, brand that they purchased in marvel uh, their new uh subsidiary company uh to use the uh license for meet spider-man um it'll get it's another nice place to meet and greet a new character i personally would like it if they change it up so like maybe on a rolling rolling, can't think of the word now, schedule and maybe change the character that's in there so rather it be just meet Spider-Man, maybe it would be like a Marvel meet and greet where it's like on a rotation maybe, that would spice up a little bit.
1: Well I think so, definitely, Um, but nonetheless, motors action, bit of a landslide victory, 73% to 27% for meet Spider-Man.
0: Quite surprised at the next one because again, is it really an attraction? Uh, Studio One in Walt Disney Studios versus Stitch Live. So, if you
1: don't remember, Studio One is the entrance bit that you walk through, sort of nighttime. It's all Hollywoody. Um, some people moan about this. Some people say, "Oh, you know, it's not big enough. Oh, it's like a cheap crap Main Street." Well, I have to disagree with them. I think I think it's one of the nicer parts of the park. I like that it's. Uh, You know, very 1920s, 30s Hollywood glitz and glamour I like that I like that it's sort of at night time I think it's a nice contrast it's not very big it's not that exciting but I like it nonetheless
0: yeah I remember I I voted for um, Studio One and the reason I put on Twitter was my first ever visit to Walt Disney Studios I remember walking through those giant doors and I was just amazed from what I've seen obviously I've seen the uh I didn't look at the fast food area that was to my right, but uh, the the neon lights inside, the nice little shops on the left hand side as you go in, uh, how vast the space was. I just, I don't know, I just drew my breath away. And from ever since from that moment, it's always stuck with me. So it's always going to be a place I, I enjoy, especially because you have to walk through there to get into Walt Disney Studios Park anyway. So uh, I look forward to that part of it, and it, yeah. that, that would always get my vote. I think, especially over Stitch Live. I've never done it before. Um, I've never really been a fan of Lilo and Stitch the film so it's not really one sorry it's not really one I want to do
1: Stitch is a wonderful character I mean not that I I think I'd fit in very well
0: in the Stitch Live experience but you know it was quite a close one though 53% for Studio One versus 47% for Stitch Live so a few people on both sides of the fence there
1: I've said I think think that's it's a bit of a disappointing one for Studio One to be honest I think it shows that it's it's clearly not a not a particularly strong entrance to the park i really like it as i said but obviously uh, a lot of people don't particularly
0: Uh, we're down to our final two polls Uh, we've done all these last uh, polls on the same day because i wanted to get this done for this podcast Uh, so we've got horse-drawn streetcars versus discovery arcade
1: well easy one for me because i absolutely love discovery arcade um they of course have the two arcades in Paris where I don't think they have them in any other Disneyland parks. No. Uh, Their guest flow measures really just to get people in and out of the park uh, a bit smoother because obviously the main street gets clogged up itself. Um, but Discovery Arcade carries on with that fantastic Victorian retro-futuristic theme that I love, love, love so much about Discoveryland. So just to walk down there and see all of the, the you know beautiful little bits of theming, the artwork that they've got for futuristic cities of tomorrow of course though from Victorian times I just I love it all makes me so happy
0: yeah if I was going to be forced down one arcade it would have to be Discovery Arcade every time to be honest I would happily choose Discovery Arcade
1: <laughs> over Main Street just because I I just love that style of theming <laughs> so much and I, I wish I really wish they had the money and the will to make sure that all of Discovery Land had that that full Jules Verne style theming because I think it's fantastic
0: I am surprised by the result though how many people have went on the horse drawn streetcars seeing as there's probably only one streetcar and one horse at the time uh, <laughs> 37% have voted for the horse drawn streetcars luckily our Dis- Discovery Arcade did win but with 63% I was surprised that it was uh, that big of a result for um, the horse drawn cars There, 37% is quite a big number
1: it is, I suppose, though, you know, it's it's nice to have live animals around the park. You know, it's fun to see them.
0: <laughs> Apart from when the uh, Buffalo escape in uh, Buffalo Bills Wild West Shore and running around mm. Disney Village that running time. Running around Disney Village.
1: I mean, it might, it might improve Disney Village. I've always found it a bit dull, so actually, I mean, <laughs> to run for my life might spice things up.
0: And our other arcade uh, was in the final uh, voting of round one. It was Liberty Arcade versus Russell Roundup Shooting. Yeehaw!
1: Do we do we call either of them arcades? I've never I've never done, um, Roller Roundup shooting. Um, I'm not much of a shooting person. And uh, actually, my my sister raised an interesting question because uh, Disney parks have recently banned all toy guns yes. in the park, so they won't be selling them anymore. And she said to me, "Well, does that mean that something like Buzz Lightyear would close, or any of the the shooting points?" Um, clearly not you know they're not They're going to close anything like Buzz Lightyear or Toy Story Midway Mania but that is an interesting one about the uh, the shooting galleries actually because they're trying to send a particular message
0: it's very true um, I don't think many people would miss it if it wasn't there anymore it's something you do in passing or if you have well unless there is a fan out there who does go specifically to Frontierland for that attraction uh, if you are that person and let us know
1: let us know yeah it's not going to happen
0: um, I don't think we'll be doing a podcast on that attraction anytime soon, Simon. Do you? Maybe maybe that should be the April Fool's Day. <laughs> um, there's, I only know one fact about it: if you take, if you're with your massive camera with, with a flash, if you um, take a flash photo in front of all the sensors while someone's playing the game, um, it activates all of the um, targets, so all huh. of, all of the effects go off at the exact same time, like you've shot them all at once.
1: That's so clever, I'm going to
0: try that. I'm not sure if... Um, Obviously a video. not, I would
1: never. I'm not a hooligan. I <laughs> <do it. clears
0: throat> I'm not sure if you can find a video. I, 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 I did see it somewhere, though. If you bet, if, if you search on YouTube, I bet you can find it somewhere. That sounds fabulous. That's what you'll be doing straight after this recording.
1: I'm really up for that. And As for the Arcade, I suppose we should talk about it. Oh,
0: yeah, I forgot about
1: that cause one. Because it's, I mean, it's practically better than... Uh, the shooting gallery um, not as good as Discovery Arcade I've just really fanboyed over Discovery Arcade I now realise in hindsight uh, but Liberty Arcade's alright as well um, you know it's it's the nice throwback again to the fact that Disneyland is all about the American dream and it has that really really creepy scene on a boat in the middle
0: you do find am I the only one that finds that creepy <laughs> to be honest I, only, I don't really remember walking down um, Liberty Arcade very often
1: well, if you if so halfway really. down Liberty the Arcade, um, there's there's a there's an entrance to it from Main Street, right in the middle. Uh, and if you turn left there, yes, or turn right, depending which way you're going, there is a there's a little inside point where you uh, you go in, and there's a, a like a sort of a you know tableau scene with a boat, um, and there are some characters from I suppose around the sort of American Civil War. Uh, um, like Lincoln, Jefferson and the, and the like. Um, and they're sort of like ghosts and they appear and disappear. And I, I, I'm i sure it means something to Americans, but, but my American history is not that hot. Um, and I just find the ghost characters really
0: creepy. I, I, you've now got me thinking. I, I can't remember. I, I've definitely walked down it. I must have, but I can't really remember it at all.
1: I would say so, Google it, but I, I doubt anyone has ever really taken the time. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure an American in the park would absolutely love it. You know, in the American parks, they have they have a big thing about like the Hall of Presidents and Liberty yeah, yeah. Square. That's that's a big deal. But obviously, in France and Europe, it, it doesn't really mean anything to us.
0: I'll have to make sure I go left instead of right this time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's my plan. I'm going to try and get onto Crush's Just coaster once. and go down Liberty Arcade because I always go down Discovery Arcade
1: instead. And see the creepy ghost thing. Anyway, though, Liberty Arcade uh, did Smashed. win by a landslide—ninety-two percent versus
0: eight—and that ended round one did. Um, so I'm going to quickly go over the attractions that are in round two. Mad Hatter's Teacups is into the next round. Uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Peter Pan's Flight because we've got in there twice. Big Thunder Mountain. Disney Railroad. Uh, it's a Small World. Rock and Roller Coaster. Pirates of the Caribbean. Ratatouille Adventure. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Buzz Lightyear. Disney Dreams. Phantom Manor. Tram Tour. Sleeping Beauty Castle. Crush's Coaster. Princess Pavilion. La Caban de Robesan. Uh, Fundamesa, Riverboard Landing, Flying Carpets over Agrabar, storybook land Canal Boats, Ingenna Jones and the Temple of Peril, The Dragon Under the Castle, because I don't want to say it in French. Meet Mickey, Animagique, Cinemagique, Panora Magique, that's a bit of a coincidence, OK, I'm out very close to each other. Uh, Adventure Isle, Motel's Action, Studio One, Discovery Arcade, and Liberty Arcade. They're the ones that went through. A few little statistics of the attractions that are in round 2 21 out of the 32 that went through were from Disneyland Park and 10 were from Walt Disney Studio and one of them from Disney Village if it does count as an attraction. So that means 65% of all attractions that are into the next round are from the Disneyland Park I have to say I would have thought it might
1: have been a higher percentage.
0: That's why I wanted to put that stat on there just shows that um, there's a bit of a balance because obviously Disneyland Park has a lot more attractions in it than Walt Disney Studios, so it's quite surprising that 31% of the attractions into the next round are from the Walt Disney Studios
1: Well, yes I mean, we will have to see how many survive the coming rounds though, because I should think there might be some some close ties now, because you know, well, there's not many weird attractions left in there
0: not many at all. Um, no, because um, we've lost some of the. We've lost a couple of good attractions. The ones we've lost are Slinky Dog, Alice's Curious Labyrinth, Fortopia, uh, Casey Junior out of Disney Animation, uh, Snow White, Orbitron, Peter Pan's Flight. Even though <laughs> Peter, oh, sorry, yeah, Peter Pan's Flight went through. Um, Statues, Armageddon, Toy Soldiers, uh, Parachute Drop, Jedi Academy, Nautilus, Discoveryland Theater, the best theater in the world. Uh, biggest loot loss of the uh, round one was Space Mountain so I mean, um, was, Main was Street strong. Vehicles, Disney Junior Live Aladdin's Passage as it was down on the uh, Twitter bo- uh, poll um, RC Racer, Arcade Alpha and Arcade Beta uh, Pinocchio, uh, we've also lost Carousel de Lancelot Cars Rally, Buffalo Bills, Wild West Shore, Pirates Beach, Pirate Galleon, The Exit of Star Tours Pocahontas Indian Village, Meet Spider Man Stitch Live, Horse Drawn Streetcars, and Russell a Roundup Shooting have all been evicted from the Big Brother, I mean, all been evicted from the Disneyland Paris attraction poll Time to end it there for this episode. Simon, have you got anything you would like to say to our lovely listeners before we go? How dare you get rid of Space Mountain? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to see a roundup of all of those results, and we'll also put on the attraction. Um, winners of round two on our website you can visit www.magicaldlp.co.uk forward slash attraction poll there are a few exciting matchups in the next round one of them which we've kind of discussed quite close together is arcades discovery arcade and liberty arcade they're up against each other um, so that would be an interesting one, but I think even from our discussion tonight, you probably know which way we will vote. <laughs> so I don't want to give you too many other ones that are already being decided because of the wonderful voting platform I put together. But Rock and Roller Coaster is up against Pirates of the Caribbean. again. I, think, that, I think
1: I know which way that'll go. I think Pirates will probably take that, but that'll be an interesting one to see.
0: It'd be interesting to see if now in round two, the, um, the voting actually becomes closer. You would hope.
1: I, I expected to, I expected to. Another one I expect to be close will be Crush's Coaster versus Indiana Jones. I think that'll be very tight. It is.
0: So watch out for that one on Twitter. Um, if you want to vote and you're not on Twitter, sadly you can't. But if you've got any opinions, <laughs> let us know via email at podcast at uk. Message us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, visit our website, magicaldlp.co.uk. I forgot, well, I told you the address, didn't I? Remember, you can vote. I might even put our links to some of our votes on the website as well. So check the rounds, check the attraction history on magicaldlp.co.uk forward slash attraction poll. Thanks for joining us. Before we go, I completely forgot about iTunes. Uh, We've got no reviews this time since our last readout from the Big Thunder Mountain episode. So if you are listening to us on iTunes and you haven't left us a nice five star review, what are you waiting for? Get on there. Uh, the more five-star reviews we get, the more chance we have of this podcast being a regular occurrence, because it means that if there's more people listening and more people wanting it, I'll feel more pressured into getting my calendar sorted out, because I am a busy boy.
1: I mean, it's supply and demand, really, isn't it? You know, That's exactly the what demand. It is. You we'll and I will it. step up and do our
0: job. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us again for episode 10 Um, we haven't decided what we're going to be doing next so we'll get an announcement out there on Twitter, on Facebook and our website if you've got any suggestions of what you would like us to discuss we might read them, we might not we might just pick what we would like to do ourselves but you let us know and if uh, we'd like the sound of it we will definitely have a go and try and record a podcast for you so thank you very much Um, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me goodbye Bye.